Have you seen that new Sam Adams commercial? It's a commercial for their non-alcoholic beer, and it's like, your cousin from Boston, and it's some douchebag from Boston in a flannel, and he goes, what? There's no alcohol in it. I don't want to like it. That, that just doesn't seem very accurate to me. Um, in my head, it more, it more would go like this. It would go like, what? There's no alcohol in this. What's my excuse for yelling the N-word going to be? There's a serious problem facing this country right now. I mean, the potential of this happening is terrifying. The Green Bay Packers have a serious, legitimate shot to win the Super Bowl this year. We can't let those people have that. With the state this, this country is in, are you kidding me? Go up to some guy named Bew with a block of cheese on his head and ask him what he thinks of QAnon. You, you're going to get an answer that you don't like. If we, if we let these people have a Super Bowl win, I mean, God only knows what could happen. You thought the, the Capitol getting stormed was bad. I mean, Jesus Christ, I don't even want to imagine. So that's why right now, keep it under wraps. Don't tell anybody, don't tell any Packers fans, don't tell anybody that doesn't listen to this podcast, but I am staging a coup. If the Packers are, if they win in the NFC Championship and it is decided they're going to the Super Bowl, we will show up uh, at Aaron Rodgers' home to protest, okay? We, we will break in, we will protest, uh, we will be all we will all be dressed as purple minotaurs with white, yellow, and purple face paint. Because we just we just cannot these people are too far gone, man. We cannot let Packers fans have this. Think of right now, think of the worst job you've ever worked at. Guarantee you it's not worse than McDonald's. I worked at the McDonald's in Bellevue, Pennsylvania. That's like 15 minutes from Pittsburgh, and it was a nightmare. Uh, before I got there, that place had been robbed at gunpoint four times. I mean, the shit I saw there was ridiculous. I saw uh, there was a there was a guy right. So I worked the drive-through, and I would be out there with my little headset on, give, making sure everybody had the right shit. And these people ordered fresh McNuggets. It was these four guys in a truck and they pull up to the window and they go, are they fresh? And I don't give a fuck about somebody's fresh nuggets. So I just told them, yeah, right? These guys pull around, get back in the drive-thru line, pull back up to the window and go, where's those fresh nuggets? I go, I don't, I look guys, we're, we're really busy. I just don't, I don't have the time right now. He goes, uh, how about we, uh, how about we wait in the parking lot till the end of your shift? for McNuggets, dude. I don't... That's another breed of person. That We don't need that. So I, I made him the nuggets. I made him the nuggets. There was there was just so much stuff there that, that was ridiculous that happened. I remember not even just the customers, the employees, too, were ridiculous. I was working the drive-thru again, and this dad comes up. He rolls up, and he's... He's like, uh, you know, I think he was just with his family, but he was picking up chicken nuggets for a party, for, for a party of kids. 
This guy must have ordered 200 chicken nuggets, all right? And so as, as he's pulling up, I go and start getting these sauces ready for him. He asks, he, he was like, uh, you know, I got, I got a bunch of kids here. Do you think you could give me a bag full of the different sauces? I was like, yeah, sure. This guy is spending a ton of money. You know, as far as nuggets go, that's a lot of money. So I, I fill up this bag full of sauces, and I'll never forget this guy named Scott goes, you ever, you ever meet one of those people that talk like this and they're like really into anime? That was Scott, okay? Scott flips out. He runs over to me. What are you doing? And I'm going, I'm going, uh, well, Scott, you know, this guy ordered like 200 chicken nuggets. And he goes, there is a sauce policy. This man said sauce policy. Now, if you're getting paid nine fifty an hour and somebody yells at you about a sauce policy, you should be able to punch that person directly in the face. And when you get to court, the judge would go, why, why, did you, why did you assault this man? And you would say back to the judge, you would say, Your Honor, he looked me in my eye and he said, sauce policy. Never again. Never again. I don't care. I'd rather be homeless than work at a McDonald's again. You ever, you ever take somebody on their first psychedelic trip? Oh man, I've had some, I've had some crazy ones with people. I, I won't say the guy's name, uh, but this is when we were in South Dakota State, and the, it was like I don't know, like the second week we were there, me and this dude had just started hanging out, and I happened to find some mushrooms. I found like three and a half grams, and I knew this guy's birthday was coming up. He had never done shrooms, so I wanted to surprise him. So we get to the morning of his birthday. I'm like, dude, come up to my dorm room. I've got a surprise for you. He gets up there. I put a gram and a half of mushrooms in his hand, and he's psyched up. Like, he's in the right mood for it. He's totally happy, everything. That did not last very long. <laughs> All right, so we start, we start walking around town. This is in Brookings, South Dakota. So, I mean, the, the, the biggest thing, the biggest attraction there is, like, a shitty Walmart. Um... So we're walking around. We end up by this nail salon, and it's really starting to hit him. Like, he, I'm keeping my cool. I'm chilling. But he starts going like this, just going. <sighs> and he leans up against the wall. Now, keep in mind, this is at, like, this is at like 11 a.m. on a Saturday. People are out and about doing stuff. 
and we he he literally just pulls us over to the side by this nail salon. He's like, "Oh my god, dude, I don't know what's going on. I'm freaking out." And you gotta keep in mind, I'm on mushrooms too, so I'm like, "Oh fuck, this must look terrible." And he keeps doing it, and he goes, "I just need to, I just need to listen to music right now." And I was like, uh, "Okay, okay, you know if that's if that's gonna." If that's gonna calm you down, I'll 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 get out uh, I'll get out my SoundCloud. So I literally just put SoundCloud on, uh, like a some some sort of rap song or something, and he presses it up to his face, up to his ear, turns, faces the wall, and starts going like he starts going. <laughs> As this like Poya song is playing over his over his cries of despair, uh, so. We're we're just sitting there, and I'm like I'm like, hey, buddy, you know, uh, this is this is not the spot to be doing this. This is not not the spot. Eventually, I got us I got us away from all of that, and we went and we went and we chilled the rest of the day, and it ended up being good. So, you know, if your buddy is ever just seems like he's about to die on his first trip, just uh, just press some press some shitty SoundCloud music up against his ear. It might it might just work. This is, you know, maybe this is a good opportunity to tell people, like, what you should do if your friend is having a bad trip. I consider myself a bit of a shaman, if you will. I got quite a bit of experience, all right? So here's what, here's what you should do um, if, your, if your friend is, is pretty much completely zonked out on psychedelics or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, do not show them anything trippy. A lot of people think that you should do that. You shouldn't, okay? Set them down with some nice music. Give them a beer. Maybe don't give them any weed because that'll double the effects of it. Just give them, give them downers. If you have Seroquel, uh, prescription Xanax, don't, don't go looking for Xanax. Or if you just have some beer, and I'm telling you, you'll, you'll calm that person down. You will. I wish I would have known that sometimes. Like, I've seen... I've seen the craziest shit on psychedelics, man. Like, there was this one time um, I was playing by myself. I had nobody to to sort of do that for me. Nobody to calm me down and, and give me a beer. I was at my house. Uh, this was like, I don't know, 2015 or something. I bought some mushrooms from my buddy. I decided, you know what? I got the place to myself today. I want to play video games. It's going to be a good time. So I, I fire up the old Xbox 360 or whatever it was, and uh, I put in, I think it was Black Ops, like Black Ops 3 or something like that. And uh, there's this mission where you have to, you have to go into, hmm, how do I describe this? It's basically a giant pit, a giant, like, abyss that you have to crawl through tunnels. And basically you're fighting zombies and these these like robot type things that have gone berserk every girl has stopped listening at this point i promise it, it gets funnier all right so so i'm playing this and i'm tripping more and more and more and i probably started playing mm, around two o'clock by the time i get to that that mission where we're going into the abyss and stuff it's starting to get dark outside and i haven't noticed at this point we, we get through this level, and you get to this point where there's, like, a broken train. It blocks you off, and you basically you get caught by the zombies and the, the robots that are, that are chasing you. And I was on, like, two grams of mushrooms, which, if you don't know, I mean, that's a generally... That will make you trip pretty hard. 
And I'm just staring into this TV, watching this shit. It's fascinating. It's terrifying, but it's fascinating. And we get to this scene where, of course, it's Call of Duty, so it's POV. It's a cut scene, you know, a part where you don't play. You just, you just watch. And this robot picks you up, snaps all of your limbs, and then rips them off. While I'm, while I'm tripping sack. So after that happens, I'm just like, I can't do this. I shut it off immediately and realize, oh my God, I'm alone on two grams of mushrooms and I have to get upstairs in the dark now. <laughs> because I was in my basement and you, you couldn't leave lights on. My dad doesn't fuck with that. You turn those lights off, buddy. We got an energy bill to pay. So I decide I'm just going to go for it. And I sprint up the stairs. I'm tripping so hard, I can hear the zombie noises. So it's pitch black. I'm running up the stairs on mushrooms. I can hear all that shit. Terrifying, dude. This is so. This this is a PSA. Be careful when you do psychedelics, man. This one guy came by the lobby at like 4 a.m. last night. And he goes out there to go smoke a cigarette. I'm like half awake at this point. I gotta keep in mind it's four it's four literally four in the morning. And he comes back by the desk and he goes, It is so cold out there. And you know, I'm just trying to get this guy out of here and I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy how cold it gets this time of year. And he goes, These weather people need to be taken to the Capitol and shot. I mean you can't you can't make that up. That's the I actually said that. I mean, these people will say whatever they want to you. They don't. They don't care. A couple months back, uh, there was there's this lady that came downstairs to our lobby, and like the the lobby TV, it's always either on CNN or Fox News. These childish ass people uh, come and they change it back and forth. Like, uh, I'm not listening to Anderson Cooper. What? What am I a homo? That, you know, and they'll they'll change it to Fox News to sort of try and believe that they got one over on the libs. And uh, that's what this lady did. She goes and changes it to Fox News. And they're talking about how, you know, they might raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And this lady just sparks up a conversation with me. She goes, $15 an hour. For what? For working at McDonald's? These people think they deserve $15 an hour? And it's like, how does this lady not... How is she not comprehending that she's saying this to a service worker, okay? If there's, if there, I don't look like a manager, all right? I definitely just look like I'm making $11 an hour to be at the front desk here. For God's sakes, they got me in this little stupid-ass uniform. I look like a substitute teacher, okay? So this lady comes up, and she starts saying that. And I'm like, is this lady really, like, she just doesn't care that she's saying service workers shouldn't be paid a basic amount to you know be able to afford uh, their bills and a car and she's she's saying this to me and I realize oh my god this woman doesn't care uh she thinks of me as a human kiosk okay and I'll tell you what really led me to this conclusion in the middle of us talking she's making eye contact with me telling me that I shouldn't be making $15 an hour and then out of nowhere, she scratches her puss. She's looking me in the eye and she's just <coughs> And I'm like, what the f what the fuck? 
Like, I just looked away, sort of, and she just keeps doing it as she's talking to me. And I realize, I'm like, I'm not a person to this lady. If this lady could stick her credit card in my mouth and just press a couple of buttons and be at her room, she would absolutely do it. Like, these people don't care. They, they do whatever they want the second they check in. You know what I can't stand is people that talk about cars too much. I mean, it's it's literally, I can't think of anything that I give less of a fuck about than your car. I, it's not going to make sense to me when you're telling me, yeah, well, you know, this is the uh, 2018 version. It's got the V5, you know. It's better than the V4 if you ask me, but... I don't know if it was worth the money. I want to stab you in your eyeballs. Stop talking to me. Stop. I, I know this one dude, all he talks about is how he can get across the country in his electric car. Stop. Hey, dude, are you a transformer? Because you're talking about cars more than you're talking about humans. So, so are you a Decepticon? Hey, dude, did you... Did you fight an Autobot this morning? My God, dude, I just, I don't care. And maybe that, <clears throat> maybe that makes me sound like an asshole. Like, I, for the most part, there's a lot of stuff that I just don't want to hear about. I want to talk about interesting shit, man. I want to talk about, like, what you think is going on in the universe. I don't care that you can get to Detroit on one tank of, on one tank of gas. Like, I just... It just doesn't matter to me, okay? You know, I'm, I'm having fun doing this podcast, and I'll definitely keep doing it, but, like, one thing I just can't stand is going back and listening to these and trying to do my version of quote-unquote editing and hearing my voice. Why can't I have a cool voice? Like, why can't I have, like, a Tim Dillon voice or maybe... And Obama, or just like, even just anything besides, why do I have to sound like a divorced dad that works at a bookstore? Why do I sound like a, a Barnes and Noble employee that is going through a, a rough divorce? Okay, like, uh, yeah, yes, sir, I, I understand. Um, we had the coffee out last week, but we, we did have to put it away for COVID restrictions. That's a decision that comes from corporate, uh, uh, not us. Yes, I understand your obsessor. Like, why, why does it have to sound like that? I know that everyone just saw that in their mind. Oh my God, is that my future? I'm going to fail in the podcasting world and, and become a Barnes & Noble employee. You, you, either, you either die... You either live long enough to see yourself make it onto Joe Rogan or you die a, a bookstore clerk. I lost Michael Wade so much, dude. So hot right now. I'm surprised I like weed so much, man. I remember like one of the first times that I ever smoked. I was with uh I was with one of my buddies, let's call him Let's call him Andrew. I don't think I have any friends named Andrew, so let's call him Andrew. We were at basically like a water water tower, I think maybe, in our neighborhood. And this dude, you know, is 
already an experienced smoker. I was the direct opposite of that. It was probably like my third time ever smoking weed, and I had never smoked out of a bong before. So this guy had made his own bong out of like a Voss water bottle, and I don't know what it is about the shape of one of those things or, or what it is, but goddamn, those make some good goddamn homemade bongs. And this dude, basically, you know, the first time you hit a bong, you you don't really know how to do it. So you have to have somebody else do it for you. And they basically just tell you, okay, inhale, inhale, inhale. And then they pull the slide and they go, okay, take a, take a big, big inhale, big inhale. That's exactly what happened to me. I just didn't understand that he was going to light the whole bowl at once. Okay. Keep in mind, like I said, this was like my third time smoking weed. This dude, Andrew, packs this thing up. He's like, all right, dude, you ready? Lights me up. He goes, okay, okay, now take a huge rip. And he pulls the slide and I go, oh, shit. And immediately, dude, I, this is the only time this has ever happened to me from smoking weed. I started seeing stars. And I started fading in and out of consciousness. And I'll never forget. I'll never forget. I told Andrew, I was like, Andrew, you got you to gotta get out of here, man. I think I'm dying. And you can't be here when the cops get here. <laughs> like, a, like a scene out of a shitty 80s movie where I'm bleeding out after we've just robbed a bank. You got to get out of here, man. And he told me, he was like, dude, shut the fuck up, okay? You're fine. You're fine. This guy, same guy, I guess. I, maybe he even owed me one because I saved his ass. This guy. So the first time, that was like, you know, like I said, one of my first times smoking weed. The first time I ever did LSD was with this guy and one other person. And actually, you know, just in the terms of, uh, with the idea of keeping this 100% real, it wasn't LSD. It was this thing called ALD52 or Orange Sunshine. And... We, we went to that same place that I was just talking about, the water tower, and we decided to dose up over there. And like I said, I was with another one of my buddies. Let's call him Bryce. So I'm with Bryce and Andrew. As soon as we get up there, we start smoking weed, which we didn't understand back then that you shouldn't do that. Like, uh, while you're tripping for the first time, it's going to amplify that shit ten times. So we're sitting there smoking, and then all of a sudden me and Bryce notice... Dude, Andrew is gone. Where where the fuck did he go? And I swear to you, right as we were saying this, we see Andrew's name pop up on my phone. Like, it was like something out of a movie. It's just, we're just, where did, where, dude, this is not good. He could, we could seriously get in trouble if we can't find him. And then all of a sudden, ring, 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 and we look, and it's him calling us. And I, I just remember answering, and I go, Hello? <laughs> And he goes, dude, you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. I found a cabin in the woods. And immediately it was like I sobered up a little bit right there. I was like, I was like, Bryce, we are in a neighborhood. We are at a water tower right now. That is somebody's house. <laughs> so he just, he's like, what? And he runs away, right? I mean, this, this was just... This was just, I cannot stress enough, if you're going to take a psychedelic for the first time, do it in a controlled environment. You know what I miss, dude, is, uh, is Xanax. <laughs> and there's, there's people listening to this right now that are going to go, oh god, here we go again. No, I'm, I'm done, I'm done with the bars, just because they're too crazy, man, but god damn, if they don't feel good, right? 
I mean, it's a Sunday afternoon. You go hit your buddy up who works at the local Quiznos. You head down there. You grab yourself a little bar ski. 425 game is about to come on. Next thing you know, you're feeling like a pile of butter. You're just rolling around, feeling the carpet, watching football. Oh, man, it's it's really the first hour of it is, is beautiful. It truly, truly is beautiful. You feel great. And then it takes over. And then Satan actually uh, takes over your body. Like, you will... One moment you'll be sitting and watching cartoons. The next moment you, you'll wake up out of a blur and you've, you've stolen the neighbor's cat and you're in, you're in the middle of Kentucky. Like, it will it'll make you do some crazy shit, man. I, oh, if there's one drug I can, I can tell you do not take, it's, it's fucking Zans, man. I mean, I remember I was at Walmart with this guy one time and he was off the beans and he literally he was just trying to pay for something with his card and the lady told him five times must have been five times she's like uh sir the chip reader on this is actually not ready yet so if you just swipe with the barcode it'll work fine and he goes oh okay and he puts the chip in and she goes no actually you just need to slide it on the side he pulls it out he goes oh right and he slides it back into the chip spot and now she's like She's starting to get annoyed. She's like, sir, just slide the card down the side. And I'm sure you can guess what happened. He did the same thing. He goes, okay. Ching. Like, it will turn you into an actual an actual zombie, man. I mean, I've, I've fallen asleep while, while sitting up before. I fell asleep in, in shop class. Shout out to Mr. Hanson. Remember that guy? Like, dude, I fell asleep in a restricted area with my vape in my hand, passed out, sitting up on a stool. <laughs> and poor old Mr. Hansen walks up and he just, he shakes me awake and he goes, are you high, son? What's going on? <laughs> Ooh, here's a, uh, a story somebody uh, wanted me to talk about. Shout out to rich homie Doim. RHD for life, baby. About three people are going to get that reference. But he told me, he's like, tell this story, but keep me anonymous. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, you probably you probably want to be anonymous in this story. Um, I'm doing a podcast, so I have, to, I have to tell you that I was in the story. But basically what happened is it's Christmas Eve, probably like 2016. Me and my buddy, uh, we just met up after we'd been away for our first semester at college. And... Um, <clears throat> And he says, dude, it's Christmas Eve. Let's drive around. Let's get drunk and high. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, dude. Um, he, he, was, he wasn't drinking, though. We were, he was just smoking, uh, you know, just so, just so I, I get the story right. But, but he, goes, he goes, let's go out. Let's have a good time. I haven't seen you in a while. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. So I get home from our tri uh, yearly tradition of P.F. Chang's. Shout out to P.F. Chang's. Orange chicken is fire at that motherfucker. And he comes and picks me up in his car. And right before that, I had just, every year my mom gets us new, like, new matching pajamas for me, my brother, and my sister. It's like a little Christmas tradition or whatever. And this year, they were all Santa Claus. Like, they were like, uh, you know, just pajamas with, with the Santa Claus print on them or whatever. And uh, I also had a Santa Claus hat. So I was 
full on dressed up as Santa when he came to pick me up. And as I'm leaving the house, my dad goes, I wouldn't wear that out, out if I were you. And I was like, why, man? It's Christmas Eve. I'm just having fun. He goes, something's going to happen. You're going to be on the news in a Christmas, in a Santa outfit. And I was like, whatever, dude. <laughs> so, so RHD picks me up, right? We're driving around. We're having a good time. And it's just pouring Minnesota snow. We were we were not the brightest kids back in the day. We we drove a lot of times when we shouldn't. This time, I mean, it was just it was just too too shitty out to drive, but we did it anyway. So we're driving around, we're smoking and all that stuff, and and all of a sudden, uh, we just spin out and we crash into a snowbank. <laughs> and so you know, RHD, he's driving the car. He's gotta he's gotta get on the on the pedal and shit and get and try and get us out of there. You know, he knows his car better than I do, so he goes. You're going to have to get out and push. And like I said, man, I was just an idiot. So I think it's hilarious while he's while he's smoking a blunt to get out of the car in my Santa outfit with a Corona in my hand. Crush the Corona in this person's front yard that we've crashed into and then just throw it into their yard. <laughs> and and then try to to push out the car in my Santa outfit, you know, for the bit. <laughs> well, what's wrong with me, man? I was just like, I just thought that'd be funny. Like, oh, yeah, let's potentially get arrested for a 10-second Snapchat video. Oh, man. By the way, homie, if, you, if you're hearing this, it, sorry, I, sorry I put that video out on Snapchat this year. But it's our tradition, right, man? I wish there was a way to just, like, blow this podcast up immediately. You know, like, just have it become huge overnight unfortunately that's not gonna happen but i just i just wish i could get like like a polarizing celebrity or political figure you know like like a lot a lot of people do that um just to try and get more viewers and and stuff like that they'll have somebody controversial on and then whether people are like that person or or angry about about it they they'll comment on it and they'll watch it so, I mean, you know, there's people that get upset about that, but it's always like, really? You're upset about what Alex Jones is saying? The guy is, I mean, I don't, it, it is maybe a problem because some people do listen to the bullshit. He said, like, uh, there's that whole thing about the Sandy Hook kids where he said that they were all actors or whatever. That's probably, oof, that's, that's damaging. You don't want that, but like, but like, if I could just get him on the show and have him say something like, you know, you know it's 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 the future that the liberals want. They want AOC to be queen. They want the heads of Christian children's on sticks. They want they want. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. Pelosi's gelato company has ties to Building Seven. They were there the day before 9/11 happened. The next day, the towers go down. You tell me what's going on. It's all in the documents. Imagine if if while I was saying that, somebody came up to the front desk. <laughs> like they just they place a call. Uh, hi, I went to check out this morning. It was real early, maybe around 5 a.m. And your front desk person was actually in the back office yelling about Antifa. Um, is there is there someone I can speak to about that? <laughs> uh, imagine if me and Alex Jones worked here. That would be. 
I'd give anything, man. I really would. Alex, if you're listening, uh, uh, come on the show, please. And through that, that was sort of a, a best of episode. It's around, you know, 5 a.m. now, and I just, you know, I just went and pressed record. So this has been Joey Capuana. Um, you're listening to Joey Hates Everything. And if you could just subscribe and share this show with one of your friends, I mean, I'll kiss you. I'll suck you, cock. You share this show, I'll suck you, cock. <laughs> I don't know, man. Have a, have a good fucking day, all right?